Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. And welcome back, everyone. This is the OC. I'm your host, Kevin Longpray, with my good friends, Jason T-Bone Turnbull and <laughs> Dr. Sean Landry. Thanks for having us. How's it going, boys? T-Bone. Good, good. T-Bone, J-Bone, all the bones. Yeah, Got them covered. Got to try everything. The, um, <laughs> so uh, uh, we're doing something different today. We are not together. This is the first time ever, I think. Eh? So sad. Seriously. First time ever. Just today is all about uh, just to get into the topic. We're talking about resistance and what's holding us back. And uh, we were throwing a bunch of resistance today. So Jay stuck at home with some sick kids and one of my daughters is sick. So we're kind of all uh, avoiding work today. And then Sean's the only one that went in. Yeah. The Iron so we're doing this via Zoom. Working out well, at least we can still see each other. Um Oh, JD, I hope you appreciated the, uh, the sheep video I sent you on the weekend. That was quite something. Actually quite, it was, it's like, wow, it was actually really cute, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I Sean, I forgot to send that. it to you. It's just, I laughed. It just popped up in my feed. Yeah. So you see this, the camera shooting into this field and there's this sheep that just comes barreling over to the camera. It's hilarious. So I thought, I thought of Jay right away. Sorry about that, Jay. <laughs> no worries no worries yeah. i had a good chuckle so uh i guess we'll jump right into this one this is a this is a big one because we're going to talk about resistance uh, a bit today um so for for just like most of the podcast lately uh you guys are going to be able to download something uh after listening to this one um there's an action sheet uh called um, what's holding you back uh where you'll have an exercise on it uh you'll see like a brain map of a little bit of what we're going to talk about today about what pulls energy away from us and what feeds our energy. So uh, one of the key phrases we always say uh, that I stole from Anthony Robbins um, is where our focus goes, energy flows. So we want to talk a little bit today since we've done um, uh, the meditation part on the reflection of um, why we do this work, what are some of the things behind it that motivate us to do it, the passions we have, uh, and the purpose of, of uh, working in osteopathy. Uh, but at the same time, when we do work like that, what can happen is we can have a lot of um, limiting thoughts that arise and that come to mind that, that kind of like make us uh, hold back a bit from what we really, really want to do or how we want to do something and how we envision it in its totality. So maybe first one, we could talk boys a little bit about whether or not, <laughs> I'm sure all of us have I've had resistance and we continue to. And so we'll talk a little bit about that first, and then we can go into some of the, uh, what do we do with all that later? Just so we can give the audience too a little bit of a uh, um, direction in terms of how they can handle resistances and how they can build on that and create something a little better for themselves. So boys, resistance, has it ever happened to you? <laughs> what about you, J-Bone? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, listen, no one goes throughout their life with having, without having some challenge 
challenges, obviously, right? So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think of resistance for for people. I, I I try to identify this with my clients sometimes, and what I mean by resistance and things that are holding them back, and I I kind of like to define it, right? So, resistances can come up from from different areas, right? It can be something that you um, has gone wrong in your past that you're not able to to get over that's holding you back that are like kind of anchors that are not allowing you to kind of move forward and and and, and grow or or to get into like a state of flow I sometimes refer it to um, sometimes resistance are staring right at you it's your current situation that you're in right that's your your face with us today being at home is a, a new resistance if you will hopefully just short term but again something that can be in your present but also resistance resistances can come from your future Right, people get really caught up about you know worrying about what's going to happen and moving forward, and they're and they're not then really living. I find um, as optimally as they could be because they're 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 not grounded, and they're yeah. they're kind of letting maybe various external influences or sometimes just internal influences that are kind of sapping them of their energy and and really not able to express themselves as as we all hope to. Right, so of course I've had resistance in my life as well. I mean, there's probably countless examples of, you know, hopefully for me, I've been fortunate that maybe minor, nothing that's kind of rooting me down. I had to, I had some strong network of, of family and friends throughout my life. I've been fortunate with, which has helped, but certainly there's been some resistances along the way that I've had to kind of, you know, buckle down and, and, and reflect on what's going on. And, and then like we said, we'll, we'll share some solutions maybe afterwards for our, for our listeners. So just to chime in uh, before we get to Sean is uh, you brought it, brought up a good point because a lot of these resistances like fears and things like that can can be uh, of uh, concern about what's going to happen in the future. Will this work out? Am I able to do this? Am I good enough? And all these things that are things that come to people's minds, um, you know, are usually driven by uh, past experience, like most things that we have in terms of belief systems and things like that that are kind of fed by what we've seen, experienced, and gone through from young uh, until, um, until now. So all those can actually feed into those uh, resistances. And we, you know, it's important to remember that a lot of these things are just learned. So it is something that you can unlearn and realize like, okay, is this actually true? Am I not good enough to do this? Am I not, right? So that, Exactly. It's important to put that into question, which again, we'll get to when we talk about some of the action uh, steps to take later. Uh, but these are all things that, you know, depending on the context we're in, could have been totally different uh, outcomes if, if uh, what we saw, experienced, and everything else was different. So what about you, Sean? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, uh, I guess very similar. I, it's funny when Jay was talking, I, was, I kept thinking of this you know, past, present, future um, and someone once told me, uh, just kind of simplified, kind of just saying, it's like, you know, depression is worrying about the past anxiety is worrying about the future. Right. Yeah. And I, I often think about that. So, you know, what you can really do is focus on kind of full circle, focus on the present. Right. Um, and that, that also plays into this, you know, your, your, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Um, so we, yeah, there are all sorts of resistances and limiting beliefs that I think every human <laughs> experiences throughout a lifetime. Uh, I try, you know, definitely some of these tools that we're going to talk about today. I, I've, I've used them all in time and then uh, iron, you know, as, as time goes on, I, I, some I use more than others, right? And 
you know, I do listen to myself. I, I, I do know my strengths and my weaknesses and, and I try to, to, you know, build on my strengths and then, uh, you know, identify the weaknesses, but usually I'll, I'll try and outsource those or, <laughs> or get better at them uh, as time goes on. But yeah, you know, all sorts of resistances that I've experienced from procrastination to, to, yeah, different, you know, life events that have uh, posed different growing. They, they end up becoming like, as you learn, they become like massive growing opportunities yeah. and, and things like we say, like you, well, if it's, you know, it, you should definitely, there's signs, there are check engine lights that we should look there and, uh, and, and opportunity to grow and, you know, nothing in life happens without resistance, right? From the moment you're born, you're struggling out of that little canal, <laughs> like, or from That's the right. moment you're even build strength. Yeah, you build resistance strength. builds strength, right? You think philosophically, like even before, like just conception, everything, everything is just like a battle. Yeah, it's uphill. Everything is like a battle for you know to grow and to to persevere and to evolve. So, you know, all I like what it. you bring up there, Sean. Like, it's important to question. Uh, these things, you know, just to see, you know, is, is this true? You know, like, uh, is this obstacle in front of me something I truly believe? Uh, or do I really think I can overcome this, you know, and quite often, that's the case, right? These things are put in front of us, depending on what your beliefs are. But we, we kind of strongly believe that, that, you know, when we need to develop something, certain skills, certain uh, way of seeing things, a particular mindset to get past certain fears we have, we'll be faced with them in order to actually come across what we actually have a hard time with. So if we view it that way and not as a, oh my God, here we go again. Uh, I'm having another something happen where I can't do this and I can't do that as opposed to, okay, well, maybe I need to change my, the way I'm looking at these things and, and adapt to it a little differently um, and learn from it, not so much look at it as the, the external world is against me and I'm a victim. You know, we, we want to change that men, mental state to uh, look at it as life's going to provide us with what we need to actually move forward. And sometimes what that is, is a lesson to, to overcome, you know, and to overcome certain limitations we think we have in order to get to the next level. So for instance, like if I, you know, if I think back before Dan and I got uh, I got together to, to start working together. We, you know, I was working for, um, private practice, uh, for a few years. And, um, you know, I started thinking like, ah, I think I'm going to go out on my own for various reasons, you know, just, I wanted to do things differently. I wanted to work and treat people for a longer time. Uh, I found it was very rushed and the people were great. And I, I had a great experience and learned a lot. Uh, so it had a, 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 it was an amazing start for me. Uh, but then I just quickly realized that it, you know, some that know me also realize I'm a little bit stubborn. And then I wanted to do, <laughs> just to do things, you know, it, it, you, when you, when you're, when you have ideas and you want to implement them and do work in a particular way, you know, you should, you should honor that, I think. And, um, but I remember at the time, you know, my mother telling me, well, why would you want to do that? You know, like you, you have benefits, you have uh, colleagues that are helping you. You have a, you have people that, that you're, you're seeing on a regular basis. Because uh, how are you going to get busy? I just said, well, I knew in my head that just treating a few people a day 
would would surpass what I was making <laughs> treating a full load at the other place. So doing the math kind of helped me, you know, take away some of that. Oh yeah, okay, well, I don't really have to see that many people to actually be in the same boat I'm in right now. So everything else is gravy. You know, but I I could have said, yeah, I could have started doubting myself and saying like, yeah, well, maybe you're right. Maybe, uh, maybe it is a bit too risky to do this. Maybe I should stay there. Maybe I do have to, you know, owe something to whatever, you know, like, um, so I think putting some of these things into question is super important because it, it, uh, it'll really also make you realize whether or not you have the entrepreneur mindset to create your own business because that's key. And if you, if you realize that, Oh, you know what? I, I don't particularly want to do X, Y, Z, and I don't want to have all the, the responsibility of, of creating whether or not I'm working on my own and, or have employees or whatever else, you know, you got to look at where you are on the scale and what, what you want it to be and go and go from there. So that's, um, you know, something that just that popped into my head that I, I can remember when I was starting how, you know, it is a bit nerve wracking to think like, okay, I'm going to drop all this. And now it's all on me to get busy. And uh, so that's why obviously now, and I think for you guys too, I'm not, I don't want to speak for you guys, but that's kind of why we started this podcast <laughs> and program is to help others do the same, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Well, I think it's, it's, it's normal and, and healthy to have questions like that when you're making a, a life altering change as well, right? Like this is normal. It's not like we don't have these, these questions. It's, it's about being recognizing that, you know, like you said, Kev, before these are challenges or opportunities that come up. It's, it's your mindset and it's what you do to overcome them. And when we say overcome them, it doesn't have to be overcoming in one instant. This, these challenges that arise in front of us can take months if not years to fully overcome it, if you ever overcome that but it's it's more about like you said it's your interpretation of the event and how that's going to influence how we feel how we react and how we live our life i i think that what we're trying to to instruct people is is that mindset can very quickly go from challenge to oh my goodness this is insurmountable and that's mm -hmm. where you have to kind of identify and realize that okay well why is that happening why why can why can the same challenge come to two different people? One finds it insurmountable. One looks at it as an opportunity for growth and then trying to, you know, essentially coach your patients and how to, or your clients on how to overcome that. So I like to use that word resistance a lot for people when, like you said, they come in saying, oh man, like, you know, the world's against me. Why are things not adding up? And I don't understand why I'm, I'm not able to move forward, but people in my department are doing so. And it's, it's for the listeners this is the opportunity you get to have with them to say okay well let's let's scale this back again what is going on what what's look at all aspects of your life if you're not in that state of flow it's up to them to take that time to reflect and say well where am where is my inconsistency where is that coherency that i normally have or should have where has that gone mm. and 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 i think you said it right like it's 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 uh it's about identifying things finding what works best for you, which we'll discuss obviously very shortly on how you can take, take these steps to overcome and ultimately to, to move forward. And I remember that story well, Kev, because it was funny. I remember we talked about that before about just saying, just do it. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be bringing it up to me if it didn't, if it didn't, uh, he didn't think it would work. But I have, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, I remember being in Ontario saying, 
like you said, I had stability, I had predictability, I was able to forecast and to turn all that stuff around and, and move forward was was a big thing. But it's, um, but again, it depends on the life situation you're in, right? I, I look back what I did then compared to let's say I did that now. I mean, that decision then was easier than now. I'm not going to kind of sugarcoat that I, I have children, I have many more commitments that I did back then. But um, ultimately, it's a it's big decisions in life, you have to, you know, strip it down and and find almost like little challenges of the main challenge that you can conquer and then progress forward to the end goal that you're looking for. Well, that one great point you, you had, it's, yeah, is that the predictability. I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, a lot of people enjoy predictability because of, of uh, the, that's less stress in their life. They, they know where they're, they know where they're going. They, they, they have no surprises. But the good stuff is in the unknown. <laughs> and sometimes the, the trusting that process and knowing full well, if I, if I really believe in what I'm doing and the purpose and everything else too, everything else will kind of align itself to, to work out, you know, and it, it really is a, a leap of faith, if you will, to uh, put that uh, confidence and understanding and, and trust in the unknown and just putting it out there and saying, this is how I see things happening and it's going to work because I couldn't answer. I couldn't answer. I, you know, like when I remember when my mother had asked me, you know, how are you going to get patients? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and she, she goes, well, she goes, that makes no sense. So you're going to quit and go start something else. And you have no game plan. Yeah. All I know is it's going to work. <laughs> Well, you you know, a lot of, you... What started happening was that is that, you know, like certain people and I, and I did not announce it to my patient base really, you know? Uh, so, you know, people would call and then they, they try and find me and then word of mouth and everything just started and it just came full circle again. And in a matter of months, it was back up and running the way it was the way, it, you know, uh, the way you is. dreamed it would be. Yeah. The way you dreamed it would be. I think that there's one other thing is you learn a lot about yourself in those periods of unknown, right? When you do have a bigger challenge and you, you take the time to strip it down, uh, that's where you, that's where you get to the nuts and bolts of, you know, who you are and where you're at and, and, and ultimately how you want to, how you want to move forward. And that's, that, that's, uh, that's one important point and one of the main focuses of today. So we'll, we'll jump into this now. So, um, Sean, Sean, are you here, bud, or? I am. Yeah. Okay, cool. so, well, Sean's going to talk about this a bit. I know. Cause we talked beforehand a little bit about it. So that's why I wanted to jump to this is because it, you led into it a little bit, Jason. Can, talking can, about I, can I say something quick? Like what, yeah, sure. what uh, I know this is a different format for us, but um, the, I, I keep thinking, well, what's the worst that could happen. Right. Like at, uh, that's I'm what back I, where I am right now. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you're like, exactly. well, what's the worst that could happen? You end up, uh, you know, you're working so again, taking these, uh, these steps and, and it's interesting when I listen to you tell that story too, you're like, I don't know, but you did know you'd be fine. Right. You say you're telling your mom, you don't know, but right. I could tell in your body language, you knew you'd be fine. Right. Um, um, but maybe you couldn't elaborate to your mom that you were going to be fine. Right. So, so, um, but that's what I hear. Like, you're like, okay, what's the worst that could happen. Right. If anytime you're faced with these things, you you know, you're right back where you were, which is, you know, where you were. So um, why not take the step in that new direction? Absolutely. Uh, 
but yeah, it comes down. Maybe I'm going to, you know, maybe I've read your mind. It comes back to moments of reflection. Like you've got to, you have to, we say this over and over again, but you have to think, feel, and just imagine where exactly you want to be and take the time to look at where you are now and say, is, do, is this, is this comfortable? Is this uncomfortable? Do I like it? Do I not like it? Um, so, if, so again, that's perfect segue, Sean, because that's exactly uh, what's in this action sheet uh, post meditation from last time is now to say like, okay, what are the things like what Jason and what you were talking about? Most people can't take action because most of their energy is going towards things they're worrying about. So like we said before, the focus is, is so important on being on like what you just said, Sean, on the things that are going to feed the, what your vision is, uh, what it would feel like to be there already, uh, the whole purpose of that, and uh, constantly going back, having some sort of uh, routine and, and or journaling we're going to talk about it in a sec, but um, to feed that vision more often. So it's, we always expect you know, we were talking about how we would explain that in a diagram. So like, if you think of um, your energy, uh, uh, you know, held in, in, a, in a sphere, let's say, and then, so we draw it as a uh, brain map, almost like a center sphere of you being full of energy, what draws energy away from you. So the things you worry about, whether or not it's being a success in business, uh, having too much debt, uh, family issues, uh, all these things that can drain energy away from you where you're actually um, spending or wasting too much thought on certain things in, in the mind, as opposed to things that will feed that energy sphere where, where which are, you know, the purpose of the work, hey, Magda, uh, the, uh, <laughs> your purpose of your work, uh, you know, the passion behind it, the ideas you have, the vision of what the, your clinic and what you want to give to your patients every day, that needs to um, surpass the amount of thought you have on the opposite side of things without straining energy away from you. So in this uh, action sheet, there is an exercise that does exactly that for you to self-reflect, like Sean said, on certain belief systems are limiting thoughts that could uh, that you spend too much time thinking about and then on the other scope of things there's going to be uh, filling in the rest which is everything that's going to feed your vision so um, <clears throat> that was that's one of the ones one of the exercises we do and I think most of us talk about that with our patients uh, on a pretty uh, regular basis to try and help them with healing right so it's the same process with healing so what do you think about that, boys? Anything yeah. to add to that process? Or? Like, I call them like time vampires, right? Or energy yeah. vampires. So what's sucking the life out of you? And, yeah. uh, and we have a lot of them, <laughs> whether, we, whether we know we're doing them or not. Um, but you're exactly right. If you can, you know, if that balance or if, that, if you're being drained, constantly drained, then you're going to be stuck in the same place you always are. And if you... And if you can map them out, if you can identify them, then you, now you have, uh, now you know, they're there, then you'll, they'll be less subconscious. They'll be more conscious in front of you. You'll be able to um, notice them when, when you fall yourself, when you find yourself falling into these patterns, and then you'll have the tools to like 
remove them and, and, and move away from them and then do more things that, like you say, fill that cup up and lead you towards your, your goals. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's an essential tool. Yeah. Yeah. I often talk to my clients with that when, uh, when they have been talking to me saying how they're struggling and, you know, life's against me or you just can't feel like they can catch up. That's what I usually ask them. I usually flip it to them and say, so what do you do for yourself? What, what do you enjoy doing? It's on our it's on our lifestyle audit in our in our clinic, right? We talk about, you know, what are your hobbies and interests? And it's still amazes me that I still get people once in a while when they come to that section, they don't have anything written down. So when I ask them about it, they can't answer the question. And they 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 literally get like almost like um not ashamed, but like really like almost embarrassed that they don't do anything and they they complain that they don't have I just don't have time. I'm I'm so busy with my work and my and my family life or, or whatever reasons that may be. And so then, you know, that's, that opens a dialogue and we'll, you know, no doubt you're not feeling very good. No doubt you feel like you're, you know, you're, you're burning the candle at both ends. You're not doing anything to, to, to stoke the fire, right? They're your inner fire to give you the energy to, to, to work through these things. And, and not only that, just to enjoy life in general. So quite often that's where I get to for them as I, I, I ask them, they've got to carve out some time. They got to carve out some time to do whatever they want to do that they want to be doing. And so, you know, some of these things are what helps us with these resistances, right? Through exercise or, or meditation, all these things we can do to, to, to build ourselves up and to let us be stronger in the face of adversity, to, to, to give us that power back where we can really function as we need to be. Because we, we, you know, families are tough. Uh, all of things are tough, but we, but, you know, but we're there. So we need to fuel ourselves you know, uh, accordingly so that we can, we can meet the expectations and, and hopefully not just meet, but exceed and, and, and bring enjoyment back. And unfortunately I find that a lot in today and in today's society is we're so, you know, overworked or not necessarily overworked, but our, our, our life work balance, if you will, our time horizons, I feel are, are very skewed as, as to what they used to be maybe, maybe a few generations ago. And uh, that is a constant topic I have with my clients in my, in my clinic every week is, is trying to establish a, a better relationship for them personally and how they fit into the world that they're in their, in their current situation. Mm. So that's uh, good. Like, so that's the, what we're talking about is that shift in your focus, right? So being able to shift your focus to things that are going to feed you. Uh, so what routine do you have that will enable that? Well, what routine exactly. do you have in place that will, bring more positivity, bring more uh, uh, energy back to you as opposed to draining it away. Uh, and the more you feed that side of things, the better, you know? So um, one thing that we suggest in this, uh, this uh, download sheet is, um, is actually that, is after doing that exercise of filling in the, the what's draining you and what's not and what's feeding you, uh, then it's the uh, journaling to help you kind of um, shift your focus and sometimes understand a little bit of the why behind. Uh, now I can kind of understand. And it, like Jason said before, certain things you might not get to for a while, but by writing about it, it's amazing. We do this, or I do this a lot with, with patients. I, I know you guys do too, is uh, getting people to write stuff out. And it's amazing the energy shift people get it's almost like just emptying the glass, you know, like Sean always calls it a brain dump. So that's like, it really is a, uh, an important uh, step in 
um, breaking free of a lot of these things that drain us of energy on a constant basis. So that's what we're trying to do here is we just want to make it obvious for you guys of, of what that is, what is limiting you, what are some of the things through these uh, actionable sheets that you can use to help you through that process and make it a lot clearer for you to move forward and have a little less resistance and obstacles in that process. Um, and hopefully uh, you can learn from some of our mistakes and, <laughs> and make it uh, uh, the process a lot quicker. So um, I don't know if you guys have any more to add on that. Like that, that for me was, was the biggest one is like, so what, what do we do? We need to identify things. And that's again, through those, through that process, the diagram we're going to have on there. And then there's going to be some uh, highlighting of the ones that feed the process for you. And then the journaling is just to help kind of make sense of it all. And uh, the more you kind of work your way through that, it, it does help with um, decreasing how much focus you give to, you start to notice too, right? It's like, it's like someone saying, well, no, I never clenched my jaw. And then now that you've told them, they're going to pay attention. And they're like, crap, I do it every single time I'm at the computer, <laughs> which is eight hours a day. So, you know, like it's, it's by identifying and re making that realization and being, and making it more of an awareness of, of what their habits are and what they go to constantly. Then they start to see that's why I'm even on a physical level, obviously, like you guys know, you're going to, you're going to have the alarm bells going off that something's up, you know, you're more tired than usual. You're more cranky than usual. You're, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you're doing your work properly. You, all these things start to pile up because you're probably being drained of your energy in somewhere. So it's key to figure out, well, let's identify that and shift the focus again in the direction we want to go by feeding it with the things we want to do, like Sean was describing to the visualization of what it is, and all those key factors to uh, how you see your practice being, right? Yeah. And even for the, like I say, the, uh, depending on who's listening right now, it's, a, it's identifying where you're at on the journey of, uh, you know, whether you're still in school or you're in practice. And, um, so again, it comes down to knowing where you're, where you are, understanding the current landscape, uh, what is, what is, you know, what's not allowing you to get through or where you want to be. And, uh, uh, it's, it's pretty simple. So if you're, if you're a student, right, then you're, you know, your current situation is going to be different than someone who's recently in practice and, and your, your current, your stresses are going to be different. Right. So, and then the, uh, you know, the, the resolution of those stresses or understanding them is going to be a little bit different, but, uh, but the exercise is still the same. It's still yeah. reflecting, looking at what you're doing, what's, what's filling you up, what's draining you. And then, and then like you have said, like the journaling is just, it allows you to, it allows the, like, like I say, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, almost like this, this, this mesh, this meshing so that you're, you're actually seeing these things that you never really noticed before. And then you're, and then you're actually getting rid of them, right? You're, you're talking about them. You're talking about them to a, to a, to a book that you can rip up if you want, you can light it on fire, you can keep it to, to reflect on, but it's just, it's actually you know, physically re removing itself from the body and the mind. Yeah, I agree. I think it's great for a student. It's, it's like, a, it's their, it's their chance to, to identify, right? Maybe as a student, you're thinking, okay, I graduate next year. Am I going to go solo? Am I going to build an, am I going to join an existing practice? And it's, it's in a way to, to identify it's, it's, it's a, it's a great approach to, 
to write it down and evaluate where you see yourself. And it's like a checklist, right? It checks and balances of where you see you're at, or maybe you want to, you know, join a clinic for a couple of years before you go solo. So you can kind of really plan it out. I think it's great. Like you said, Sean, for, for people, no matter what part of practice life they're in, it's really, it, it, it helps anybody. Speak to people that are, have been in the process too, that have run, let's say, clinics with many people or or did work on their own and they were just doing it solo like what are the differences what are the stressors in one versus another gives you an idea too of you know like being realistic about you know what you're willing to sacrifice to to do this work and uh, that way you'll make a better decision moving forward on on building your um your practice and in tailoring it to the way that you really want it one that resonates with you exactly yeah Exactly. And then like we, like Jay, you allude to, you've said multiple times throughout this podcast is that you, you know, the same things we're going to use with us, we can help with our clients and our patients. Right. Mm. So we can use these exact same tools because it's, you know, whether the resistance is physical, right. Or manifested, right. Um, it's the, it's the same process. You still gotta, you still gotta acknowledge, identify and slowly work through. Right. The biology um, by will by always see- mimic the perception, right? Yeah. And by seeing it in other people and, 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 and helping coach them through it, you're, you know, you kind of get better doing it yourself as well. Right. It's, it's, it's all relative. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're always learning, right? You're everyone. Yeah. There's, there's no stupid questions or examples, right? They're always, uh, they're always examples to learn from. Well, that was Great. pretty good boys. Um, so yeah, I want everyone to remember if you go to, um, I guess it's on the osteo, yeah. osteo mentorship. The link will be the link will be here, right? But osteo mentorship, you could we'll have the links even on our in Instagram show notes, show yeah. notes in our Instagram profile, uh, even on Facebook. But this one is uh, what's holding you back. Yeah, um, all of these uh, exercises and these action sheets that we're that we're you know we're 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 developing are are. Uh, essential in your growth that like we said if you're a student if you're new to practice or if you're you know you're you're kicking ass in practice and you just want you want to just sharpen the tool so um yeah they're free resources let us know give us some feedback on them too because uh, we'll we'll try and make them better um but osteomentorship.com find the resources and um yeah i guess we'll see you next week awesome cheers everybody All take right. care everyone peace Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.